Hello, and welcome to the Cultivating Confidence podcast. I am your host, Dr. Nicole Grams. I am a life coach who specializes in anxiety, health, and human design. And I also happen to be a functional medicine pharmacist. This podcast is a compilation of conversations that I've had with clients and colleagues. So listen in as we explore the mind, body, and soul's confidence in its many forms. All right. So today we are talking about stubborn brains. I don't know if any of you can relate to that, (laughs) but I most certainly can. And it has been through my journey of self-discovery, healing, and growth that I have come across the most frustrating thing to deal with. That is my own brain. Now, most of the time I go about my day, perform daily tasks, brain is content, all is well, I'm happy interacting with everybody. And then the moment I want to change how I do something for my own benefit, brain steps in and becomes a complete stubborn ass. (laughs) Um, So for example, like when it would be useful for me to change my opinion about how my spouse should act in certain situations, brain is absolutely convinced that he should be telepathic and also change all the things about himself so that he likes the exact same things that I like in the exact same quantities in the exact same way that I like them. Right. And I shouldn't have to change anything about myself for him. <laughs> That's how that works. Right. Or when I really do want to start posting on social media again, because I've been on hiatus for several months now and brain is hundred percent convinced that I'm going to end up in overwhelm and burnout again, just like I did that one time a couple years ago, right? or when I want to study for my upcoming exam, but brain is convinced that I am wasting all my time because there's no way for me to learn enough to be able to pass this thing. And it's a much better idea for me to escape into fiction books and take a nap and take care of myself and, and do all of the self-care. Right. And logically I know that it's not useful for me to hang on to thoughts and beliefs that stand in my way, such as those that I just mentioned, but my adult brain knows my adult brain knows all that, but toddler brain wants to hold on to all the thoughts and beliefs and patterns that at one point helped me in some way, even though they're definitely not doing that for me right now. So in the case of my spouse, I logically know that I don't want to change him. I know it is my job to love him exactly as he is and hope that that is reciprocated, but brain doesn't want to look at the part where I can meet my own needs in so many ways. And brain is protecting me from having to change or evolve myself in any sort of way. And brain wants to be coddled and taken care of, right? Makes sense. For the social media posting, it is certainly not helping me reach people who need me, who I know I can help if I don't start posting again, but brain is protecting me from the perceived overwhelm and burnout. And from the studying brain was trying to prevent me from wasting my time and feeling disappointed if I didn't pass because I have the convenient excuse of not giving it my all. And if I don't give it my all, then it gives me permission to fail. And you know, then I'm slightly less disappointed in myself and I have an excuse, right? So why is stubbornness obviously the best route to take? (laughs) Um, stubborn being stubborn often lets you get your way, right? Brain knows that being stubborn comes with the reward of getting what it wants. And in this case, the relative comfort of not going through a negative emotion. But in all the cases um, that I presented, brain thinks it's 
mostly helpful to never change, never grow, never expose myself to the possibility of being hurt or feeling negative emotions. And brain would rather cross its arms and pout than admit that it's doing something that's not helpful at all. Right. So being stubborn comes with the rewards. And then you don't have to go through negativity that you don't want to. Right. And that's why using willpower to kind of bulldoze through this stubbornness rarely works long-term, um, usually only lasts a few days, maybe weeks at best, but using that willpower to kind of overcome thoughts that are still there, the subconscious truths that we all have is not going to last very long. Right. So for me, there's usually a moment in this process that I catch myself being very stubborn. And up until that point, it just feels like I'm telling myself the truth. And it really truly feels like brain is just spitting like straight facts and telling me the truth about the world, like laying it out exactly how it is. Don't worry about it. This is how it is. This is the fact. This is predictable. This is what we know. Right. And most of the time when I catch myself doing that, it is in the middle of being coached because I obviously need somebody to call me out on my shit and also hold space for me to fall apart and <laughs> fall apart completely sometimes and slowly start to rebuild. Right. So what usually happens is, um, I bring up a topic to explore to my coach, something that I've been struggling with thinking about trying to work through, but something's not quite fitting into the mold that I think it should some through that process of telling my story, some part of my thought process or some part of my story is brought to my attention. And I consciously realize that I am simply telling a story that my brain has decided is the truth. And it's not actually true. I usually notice that I can logically explain why my thought process is wrong, but my body hangs on to the tension that brain is trying so hard to use, to keep that story intact. Like it fights for it. And what I usually feel in my body is something like tension in my core, in my shoulders, in my chest. Um, kind of like I'm bracing myself for some sort of impact that is coming my way. And my thoughts are usually somewhere around, you know, trying to convince my coach that mm, I hear you, but I'm pretty sure I'm right about this, <laughs> arguing for my own suffering and wanting again, someone else to take care of the situation so that I don't have to put my big girl panties on and take care of it myself. Right. Um, it's usually thoughts somewhere along the lines of, I just don't want to change my mind about this. I can see the other side of this, but I'm staying right where I am. I don't want to give in. I don't want to admit I was wrong. I don't want to admit that I contributed to the problem or maybe even caused the problem in some cases. It just sits there and is like, mm, nope, there is no other explanation for this except for the one that I have come to my own or the conclusion that I have come to already. That is, that's it. Right. And it took me a long time of experiencing this over and over and over again. Um, before I finally saw that tension as a red flag for my own stubbornness, I have gotten much better at calling myself out on it, just sort of telling it like it is as soon as I notice it. So basically brain is being very stubborn. I tell myself that and by depersonalizing it, by not saying that I'm being very stubborn, it helps me see like, okay, this isn't something that has to be a part of me necessarily, but if I choose to keep it, I can, 
But brain right now is being very stubborn. And sometimes just by acknowledging it, the relief that I feel is pretty instantaneous. So it's almost like the moment that my brain feels seen and heard, I don't have to hang on to the stubborn anymore and brain can finally soften in some way and move on. And just like every other emotion, get to know what stubborn feels like for you. So awareness is the first step, noticing it's there, naming it, allowing it to be there, feeling into it for as long as it takes, as long as it, you know, needs to process, give yourself a hug and kind of let your, when, when you're ready, let your adult brain kind of take back over and, um, take accountability for where you're at, where you're at, what you're thinking and move forward with your life. And that is what I have found to sort of be the mini process on how to overcome stubbornness. Although I'm sure I missed a lot of things in there. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that's basically where we're at for today. Um, so I'm going to shut off the recording and I'm going to open it up and we can chat some more. Thank you for taking the time to listen in today. Many of you will be able to take the ideas that you've heard and apply them in your daily life. And that's really all you need. That's amazing. But for those of you who could use a little one-on-one -on -one help with how to make these things actually work for you in your real life, please reach out. The link to schedule a consult with me is in the show notes. You don't have to do this alone. See you soon.